0: Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, we opened up the question mailbag, and of course, the citizens came through. Yeah, lots of great questions
1: today. Some of them we know the answers to, and others, hey, we'll do our best. Sounds
0: like a motto for this entire show. We'll get into all that and more. This is the Locked On Senators Podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked
1: On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators part of the
0: Locked On podcast network. Your team every day.
1: I'm Jake Sanderson and you're listening to Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Tim Stützle and you're listening to the Locked On Senators podcast.
0: Welcome inside episode 928 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains, you can follow the show on social media. We're at Send Central on Twitter, lockedon.senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube, where a like, comment, and subscription go a long way to helping the show grow. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Today is Thursday, November 30th in Pilsy. If you like Sens hockey, boy, do I have a few months coming up for you.
1: Yeah, it is about to get crazy. We are in kind of the eye of the storm here as the schedule is nuts. If you guys hate days off in between Sens games, well, December, January, February you get a couple days off at the start. March and April are for you, Ross. One of our uh, good friends at Senator on Twitter, he tweeted out all the days in between games for the upcoming months for the entire season, actually, and it is wild. He even averaged them out. In December, there's an average of one point one days in between games. January same one point one. March one. April's 0.8. Like, this team is not going to have time to rest and to stew over any losses like they've had to do here recently. So let's hope that they can start this December off strong because it, they got their work cut out for them now.
0: Rest is a weapon. I've,
1: if I hear that one more time, I'll go crazy.
0: On that note, Pilsy, the Senators average 2.4 days between games, and we're giving Senator credit. But I noticed in his bio, it says all posts are free to use on podcasts. So we are taking him for his word on that one. But it does really illustrate just how busy things are about to come. And it also seems apropos that the whole thing starts with a back-to-back beginning tomorrow in Columbus, then Saturday at home against the Seattle crack. And the Senators will practice today at 1030 Eastern time before heading out to Ohio, so we thought, what a great opportunity here as we record at eight forty a.m. before the skate to take mailbag questions. And of course, the citizens came through. We have over thirty questions to get to, Pillsy. My first question, though, this one's written in from at Ross Levitan. Pillsy, where's your panic button? <laughs> Look,
1: I know people uh, in the the postcast were saying, okay, it's time to hit the panic button. Surely. Pills, he's going to hit the panic button now. That was embarrassing back-to-back losses. Look, there's so much of the season left. we got to get guys back from injury. I'm not using it as an excuse. Just saying, before I make a proper judgment on how this team's going, I want a little more time. Yes, this team is, what, 29th in the league now. So, pretty far down there. Uh, Normally, a, a rational person would panic, Ross. I am not rational. I am an Ottawa Senators fan. It takes discipline, as we heard from our friend Scott yesterday. I'm staying disciplined. I'm I'm probably gonna order a legitimate panic button soon. Like uh the panic button is on the brain. Let's just say that. But if we're if we're smashing it early, I mean, Ross, we do a daily podcast on the Ottawa Center. So I'm smashing the panic button in November. We got a long season ahead of us. So I'm I'm holding off for now. Holding off for now. You sound like a games in hand kind of guy. God, games, games in hand. That's 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 the hope that we're clinging on to here. Games in hand.
0: I was listening to Rick bonus talk uh, on Tuesday, just a one on one with uh, Winnipeg Jets reporter. And he out of nowhere brought up the senator's schedule like that's how. how <laughs> right. Because he says, I, I follow their time about the rest and, and how you work during the season he goes. Well, you know, I follow the Ottawa Senators. My son is the the assistant GM there. Oh, fair, uh, fair. yes. And he goes and they're scheduled. That's going to be tough for them. I was like, yeah, yeah, Rick, it is. Thank it you really for your will. sympathy. Yes. Yeah, we, we appreciate your sympathy, Rick. But uh, that's just like the league is taking notice. This is very strange. Ottawa has seven games in hand on certain teams right now, and others will play tonight. Like after tonight, Ottawa was going to have seven games in hand on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Seven games. So wow. take, take with 14 points right there. Goal. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. We'll take with that information what you will, but that's why it's a bit of a flawed thinking to look at the standings at American Thanksgiving. But again, you sort it by points percentage, Pilsy. It ain't that much better. However, no. that being said, the more games you play, the less drastic the change is in one game. So this next this next 12-game stretch up until the Christmas break, which, by the way, is their next three-day break they get, December 24, 25, 26. This is the most important stretch, potentially in the entire rebuild phase since 2017. That's how much emphasis I think that should be put on this next handful of games. Because you go 10 and 2, all of a sudden, you still have a few games in hand and you're feeling good about your game going into the new year. You go 3 and 10, and, and we're going to be spinning that damn tankathon wheel.
1: Yeah, I mean, we already spun it last postcast. I don't know if you remember that. So that that's not a good omen here. Ross, I just I wanna I wanna wear the fire helmets after a game and celebrate a win and talk about I want the biggest issue to be who's gonna get the helmet in the room. I don't want to have to worry about, oh, we just got embarrassed five nothing by the Florida Panthers. Oh, we couldn't beat a New York Islanders team with four defensemen. I'd like a different I'd like a new angle here.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to have that opportunity to get it tomorrow when the Senators are in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. Of course, we will have a show for you tomorrow. Maybe having someone on who's played for both the Blue Jackets and Senators. Hmm, Whoa. I wonder who that could be. Nick Foligno, where are you at?
1: Eric at Branson.
0: <laughs> oh, you want to play this game? Antoine Fermat. Ian Cole. Pascal Leclaire. Pascal Leclerc's is a good one. I like that one. I'm I'm struggling in this game right now. Ooh, you got any others? Let us know in the comments as well. Oh, Ron Tugnut. Ron Tugnut, yes. Mike uh, Commodore. Mike Commodore is a good one. Ooh. Okay, there's people in the comments who are punching their steer- steering wheel right now saying, oh, how did how did you not say player X, player Y? We'll end today, show. That's I'll have I one there. more for you. I'll have one more for you by the <laughs> end of... Nikita Filatov. Nice. Bang. Boom. There we go, Nikita really don't do Is is where we'll end that conversation. And Brian Single. Ooh. Sorry. Anthony, Anthony Duclair, Matthew Shane. Nice. Yeah, that, that was the, blood, the right
1: way to go. Yeah.
0: Bloodgates are open now. Jonathan Davidson. Okay, now we're now we're getting crazy. Vitaly Abramov. All right.
1: Okay. So <laughs> but, but I don't think Abramov played any Columbus games. Cleveland. Yeah. There's right. no way he, he
0: did. No, no, but he did play for the Cleveland Monsters. That's got a count. They got the logo on the shoulder. Yeah, all right, I'll give it to you. It's got to count for something. You know what else counts for a lot is how great you all are. You citizens out there interacting with the show on Twitter at Send Central. We put out the bat signal at 10 p.m., 34 well-thought-out questions coming at you next. We don't miss any of them. This is your team every day. Keep listening. This is Locked on Senators.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Mary J's. Mary J's is a locally owned cannabis dispensary in the Ottawa area. Started off with three best friends making a life-changing decision and grinding and hard work and dedication have got them to four stores in Ottawa today. The Ottawa locations are Riverside, South Orleans, Greeley, and Russell. Mary J's offers the absolute best and newest products on the market every single week And they always add new things. Mary J's has everything you want, whether you're a rookie or a grizzled vet. Mary J's offers competitive pricing too. In fact, they will price match any store in Ottawa. That means you're guaranteed to get the best price around at any of their four locations. Mary J's also has the best customer service. They got the friendliest bud tenders who are always ready to assist. One of the owners, Dashy, absolute beauty, diehard Sens fan. So go to one of the stores, say what up to Dashy, pick his brain about the Sens, and all the latest, greatest products that Mary J's has to offer. So check it out today, today, guys. Four stores in Ottawa, Mary J's.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app today for last-minute tickets at the lowest prices, Guaranteed. And because you're a listener of Locked On NHL, Locked On Senators, you are entitled to $20 off your first ticket purchase. Just head to the app and put in promo code Locked On NHL for $20 off. Now, why game time? Well, because they always have something new. I always love the flash deals. You go on, you never know what you're going to get. You can monitor them, see what's going on. And because game time has these flash deals, you're going to get killer deals on last minute tickets with the best price guaranteed. What is the best price guarantee? If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Not 100, they'll get you that extra 10% because they know they can't be beat. Get images of what your seats look like before you buy. You'll know exactly what to expect. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. Tickets directly sent to your phone, so you'll never have to dig through your emails. Snag the tickets without the stress at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account. And use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. All right. Welcome back. Locked on senators for this thursday november 30th i'm ross levitan alongside brandon pillar and pilsey we've got questions aplenty to get to and again if Ooh. you want to interact with these questions you can go reply to them yourself on twitter at send central love seeing you know the citizen community get together and uh and make magic so go check that out over Wait, on our Rob, twitter
1: while we're shouting at the citizens just want to say again thank you so much for sharing the Spotify wraps. Honestly, I get so much enjoyment out of that. It it humbles me so much, warms my soul, knowing that so many people are listening to this show, especially our guy, Josh. 20,000, over 20,000
0: minutes listened. Whew. Gotta respect that. That's so awesome. I'm trying to do some some quick math here. 333 hours. You are an absolute legend, Josh. I think Josh actually has a question in today's mailbag which we will get to all right we're just going to scroll through this peter houston our guy uh former colleague of yours right at uh, tsn yep in the newsroom is it insane to say this is already a lost season insiders are reporting the Sens won't fire dj because they want stability also seems like they'd get a new gm in place first so management ownership has already given up on this season we could find out where rock bottom is your thoughts
1: yeah, I'm kind of with Peter here. The thing is that it's, look, if DJ was going to be let go, I think it, there's multiple times it probably would have happened already. I I honestly think I've said it. Steve Staios, he's he doesn't have all that kind of built up tension and built up sorrow that Sens fans and the Sens regime have had the last couple seven years here. A couple, seven years. That doesn't make much sense. The last seven years here. So he's not as inclined to make a quick decision to turn things around. I think Steos and Ann Lauer are just going to ride this year out. And then next year when they fully can put their fingerprints and have everything kind of uh, under their decision-making and the people they've appointed to make decisions. I think that's when we're going to see big change and that's when they're going to move things along. I don't anticipate steady Stevie Steyers is going to make any rash decisions here. So as Peter says, we could find out where rock bottom is this season as, as if we don't already know.
0: Oh yeah. We've been rolling around in there in that mossy rock at the bottom of the Atlantic division. Now, uh, from one citizen to the next, Tim Whalen, Uh, assuming the cap roster isn't an issue, rank your top three AHL call-ups. Well, this is perfect timing to shine a light on Angus Crookshank, whose offensive game has just flourished in the last little while down with the Belleville Senators. In his last few games, he's been their most productive offensive player. He had a little stint over at center. He's back on the wing, but scored uh scored a goal in last night's game and uh in the last like stretch. So he went no points in 4 of his first 5 games this year. But since then, he's got 13 points in his last 13 games. 12 games, 12 games, 13 points. Uh the stretch that Angus Crookshank's on. So I'd love to see him flying around out there with his luscious locks, no bucket in warm up. I think that Obviously what he went through with the complete knee reconstruction that missed season, I think the battle back, the, the perseverance should be commended. And now he's producing as well. So Angus Crookshank would be my number one. You do your second, then we'll team up for a third.
1: Yeah. Crooker definitely has to be the top guy right now. Um, You know what? I, I know maybe it hasn't been his hottest season, but I still feel like Igor deserves a chance. And especially if you're looking at the other guys and positions, uh, that uh, the Ottawa Senators could use to mix things up. I wouldn't mind giving Igor another chance in the fourth line here.
0: Yeah, I love that. And uh, with Igor too, like he's got two points his last five uh, NHL games, right? And um, things haven't been going in for him in Belleville this year, but you know, he's always just one streak away from getting right back up to a point per game player. So um, I like that one. And then, who do you want to go with uh, for the third one? Like we saw Max Gannett basically make the team, but he hasn't had a chance uh, in in terms of a call up yet. He could be a guy I think that um, you'd look at as, as hey, does he deserve an opportunity? Uh, we've seen Mads up to me. He would be another guy. By the way, yeah. Belleville gets the win. Mads gets the win. Last night, Gannett has 13 points in 17 games as a, as a defenseman. I know that's not necessarily what the Sens need right now, uh, but I'm just thinking off of merit. And then, uh, I mean, We'd be remiss not to mention Yuri Smekal, right? I mean, uh, the production not really there down in Belleville, but he's got that pro game that uh, I think would translate well.
1: Yeah, and I mean with Yuri and Igor, like they're kind of at spots where you got to see what you got with them. And uh, sure, Igor's had two espresso shots of coffee in the NHL, but I think really it's it's time to give uh, one of those guys a fair chance here. Like, don't get me wrong, Matthew Highmore. Great dude, nice pickup, but it just seems kind of weird throwing him in there and not giving guys that you've invested uh, in, like Igor, a better shot at things. Agree
0: with that. Prague Senator says, would you like to see European-style chants at NHL games? If so, can you organize a movement to start these at the CTC? I mean, I think the CTC is better than most NHL. I can think of two right off the bat. No, they're not like completely in song, full lyrics like that, but yeah. I think both the, ooh, ah, Silverberg, say ooh, ah, Silverberg, back in the day, that caught on a bit. And then the Pajot chant, most famously. Like, those are soccer style, no?
1: Yeah, definitely the the Pajot uh, one, that one comes to mind for me. I mean, uh, 11-11, praising Alfie, is always a good one when that hits. I'm with you, Prague, uh, Prague Senator. Like, I would love to get some hooligan-style chants going. The only thing is, like, to organize everyone to do it and to do it in, not in tune, but in the proper rhythm throughout uh, arena. I don't know how British and European soccer fans are able to do it so well, but you we gotta we gotta have choir practice to get things organized here.
0: No doubt. As we go to a great question, appreciate that Prague senator. As we go to uh, Pascal Villeneuve, as I'm drinking out of the La Brigade ah, coffee bonjour. mug. Absolute beauties are, are the only francophone podcast covering the Ottawa Senators. We could give the... them a run
1: for their money though, Ross, if, if I really uh, got Duolingo going and looked back at my grade 9 French textbook. Donc, est-ce que
0: tu veux décrire cette question? Ah, uh, non, non, non. No. Non, pas aujourd'hui. Donc, uh, Pascal demande si les senators n'est pas dans le. Don't playoffs playoffs? Uh, oh, trade deadline. Who are the untouchables that uh, that you would have? Like, to me, obviously, the, the trio of Timmy, Sanderson, Stutzla, they're not going anywhere. Those yeah, are Let's just fans. do
1: the untouchables, and then everyone by default is expendable. Yeah, but we do uh, it that way.
0: Unless Claude Giroux asks for a trade, he's finishing his career with the Senators, as far as I'm concerned. And if you ask yep. for a trade, I mean, you should just fire everybody else because if if he's telling you you're not doing it right and he doesn't want to be a part of it anymore, then that's a pretty big indictment on yeah, anything. Just blow so. it all up. Uh, I mean, Josh Norris's contract is pretty much an untouchable right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: if- yeah, you got to keep him around. I mean, Corpusalo, you, you gotta you gotta
0: stick with that. But like that, that we shouldn't. I don't think the list should be that much longer. Maybe chicken Yeah, yeah. Th- Throw chicken in there. Yeah, I like Trickern, Zub, Zub. Yep. I'm still convinced that this is a good team. I just want to that see them play a little different style. So Pascal, that you're bringing the energy down, man. It's 7:40 morning right now for me. I don't need. I don't need to know who we're trading away at the deadline. I've seen deadlines, and by the way, oh, yes. the uh, the Athletic put out their first trade bait board. No Ottawa Senators. When's the last time that's been? Wow. You- yeah. Holy none. None. Wow. So I actually really like that. Even though the Sens kind of have to clear out money, so they might I was gonna say, shoot. yeah. Uh Damian Smith asks, Who's the most random player that you both miss? I love this question. Um, I, I'm just curious. Well, he kind of addresses it. His is Guillaume Latendras. So it doesn't have to be someone who's still playing that you miss when you watch them play with yep. another team. So for me, it's Anton Volchenkov. Like the way watching that oh, guy play was man so sweet I still have his jersey like that's what I wore during those 06 and 07 uh runs to the cup final I wasn't rocking my Alfie jersey I had the A train back there he was he was fun to watch man
1: well I mean I don't know if it's random I guess it kind of is because he was only here for season but I mean Dominic Asik a couple of years in Ottawa would have been pretty sweet especially uh, with where the team was those those days so I'll go with Dominic Asik.
0: Alright this is one that I want people to comment below which senator the most random player that uh, that you miss and um, I'm sure there could be some honorable mentions there but I like my pick I like, I like Anton Volchenkov absolutely yeah, great. Uh, we'll get back more questions coming up next you're listening to Locked On Senators
1: Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at ebay motors passion drive and patience that's what brings home the winning trophy and it keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style. eBay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. Cause with eBay motors, you're burning cash, not You're burning rubber, not burning cash. (laughs) With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit only, available to U.S. customers. Check it out today, guys, eBay Motors.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by Shawarma Palace, the only place to go when you're hungry. In Ottawa, it's Shawarma Palace. Go get fuel filled at Shawarma Palace. Their portion size is enormous. The quality, pristine, and it's always available to you at seven different locations around Ottawa. And you can also order them on Uber Eats. Uber Eats is the exclusive delivery partner of Shawarma Palace, but they are Sends fans just like you. They're, they started with one store on Rideau Street, and now look at them. They're growing, and that's because the community around the organization is enormous, and they really appreciate that. You heard Abbas come on our show and discuss. But you always know you're getting a great meal when you go to Shawarma Palace. I always get the platter, the extra garlic. Pillsy loves the sandwich. You really can't go wrong. Abbas was telling us how the Shawarma poutine is a new hit. So go eat like a royal today at any of their seven locations or online at Uber Eats. Eat like a royal today. Go eat at Shawarma Palace. All right, Pillsy, right back to the questions we go. Some more great ones coming in. And uh, Sean Redding, our Central Citizen out in England, had the reaction video after the European game against the Detroit Red Wings. He is. He was even in that Philly on the street thing. Um, but we we covered this a little bit basically with the untouchables. Thoughts on opening night roster two years from now. Do you think the core group is still together? I'll ask it to you like that.
1: Yes. Yeah. The this core will still be together in a few years, even if things don't go well. Because we talked about it with uh Scott, like Thomas Schwab is 27. The rest of the guys are in their early 20s. Like, these guys are entering their prime. Like, maybe it's frustrating getting things going, but the best is yet to come still. Well, and, I hope so. What?
0: Well, and not only that, but, like, you're not trading one of the core guys before you see what they can do under a second coach. Like, they've had one coach yes, in the yes. league four or five years. And, yeah, the, Brady had a, a year of Guy Boucher split with Mark Crawford. But these guys, like, yeah, anyways, I, I think the core is going to stay together for sure. Yep. Eliminator, I like that name. Nice, nailed it. If you could keep only one forward, we got a lot of people just trying to dismantle this roster right now. Yeah, uh, weird. If you could only keep one forward, one defenseman, and one other player from this current NHL roster, who would you keep? I think this is pretty easy. This is
1: very easy, yeah. Brady, Sandy, Timmy. Yeah, me too.
0: Brady, Sandy, Timmy, and, and I don't think I think that it goes like there's a pretty large Gap after that yes. um, Sean Shields asked what would you Guys do with the cap situation At the moment, I think I would wait Until the very last second because There's so much Vulnerability and volatility When it comes to Injuries and whatnot. So until you have to absolutely Make a move, I wouldn't do anything
1: well, and, and then... Ross, you you don't want to make a move because you never know. It's very likely one of your players could get suspended 41 games
0: for gambling. <laughs> yeah. and Right? So you, you want to imagine... keep that
1: in your back pocket.
0: What if Ottawa had traded Matthew Joseph before the season?
1: Yeah. And, and added a sweetener just to create space for Pinto. Like, oh my God, that would have been crazy. I kind of, I'll be honest, I kind of forgot or decided to forget that this team was still in cap trouble. So... When Tom Shabbat comes back, there might be
0: it could be difficult to set this team up the way we would want. Well, we'll find out sooner rather than later. Shabbat returns on Friday, but the easy move is to then just put Mark Kastelik on the LTIR as he's not back skating. Ridley Greg did skate, but uh, no timetable really on when we can expect him. Dylan Ferguson. Hey, great game in Pittsburgh last year, Dylan. Great game. We love yeah, that.
1: Still rocking it over in the KHL.
0: Yeah, Heck yeah. But Dylan asked, not to sound too doom and gloom, have you been paying attention to any of the players in this year's draft class yet? I always start at the World Juniors. Anyone who impresses me at the world juniors, I start following them. Then as we get down the stretch in junior hockey with the WHL and OHL and everything, that's kind of when I'm really starting to pay attention to the, to the draft list that come out and starting to watch some film on certain players. So I can't tell you anything about this draft class right now, except for the fact that there's a lot of Canadians at the top of the board. I noticed that on Wheeler's last, uh, last, uh, rankings.
1: Yeah, I'm a notorious crammer for studying like exam time. I'm probably starting studying the night before. So I don't get into the draft class until pretty late on in the season. So
0: I'm not I'm not close there. Sends burner. Curious about your thoughts on our cap structure. Uh-oh. Um, Which five plus million dollar contract that has the most potential to hurt haunt us moving forward i think the easy answer right now is josh norris just because he has seven years left at almost eight million and he doesn't want to shoot the puck so that combined with their injury problems to me is uh his injury uh problems in the past is i'd say most likely the others are all stars right like the three guys we mentioned there um shabbat it'll have less term so if that's the guy down the road and i'm not advocating for it but if that's the guy down the road then you're going to be able to move him just based on less term, but seven years left for Norris. I think right now it'd be, it'd be kind of, you know, to me, it's, it's a long way between them and the next one.
1: Yeah. It's Norris for sure. Yep.
0: Uh, Abdullahi asked, do y'all think this team can still make playoffs? I personally don't. If DJ is still going to be the coach by the end of the season, playoffs or bust we're with you. Abdullahi. with uh, playoffs or bust, no excuses. However, uh, no panic button just yet, Pilsy?
1: No. Let me tell you guys a story. In 2019, the St. Louis Blues were in last place on January 1st. They went on to win the Stanley Cup. I'm holding on to that. I'm holding okay. on to that. So let's leave in- it at that for now.
0: Innkeeper guy, do you think the Sen should try to move? one of either Chikrin or Shabbat for a big-body right D that can play on the second or first pair. Perhaps this player could give us some cap relief as well for Pinto. I want to see this whole d play together for yes. 15, 20 games. I'm not advocating At for least. trading anybody right now. I think that the best is yet to come. I, I mean, maybe I'm just delusional. I like being, you know, disappointed, but... <laughs> I really, I really think that there's something here. I really do. So um, maybe Tyler Clevin could be. I know he's a, a left shot, but he can be that big body presence, and he has been practicing at both sides, uh, lefty, D, righty. D. But I get it. There is a noticeable difference when you have guys playing their proper sides, and that is something that the Senators will have to overcome the way their decor is shaped out. I would rather see if you could get anything for Branstrom packaged with a draft pick and try to get a cheaper right-hand defenseman. Like, you know, John Marino went for a second, and you're just yeah. like, okay, like that. Like, it doesn't have to be a big name that you have to give up a huge thing for. I think that you can do this with keeping both those guys in the fold. But I understand the cap Agreed. implications as well. George Thomas, is in action on the coaching situation the right move right now to bring stability to the team?
1: Uh, this is kind of a complicated question because, no, right now – It's not the right move, but I I, I still hold true to this. You want to bring the new GM in so the new GM can bring his guy in as coach. So in a a micro sense, no, keeping DJ Smith is not the solution to stability. But in a, a zoomed out macro sense, I think it might be because of the domino effect that would happen if a new GM comes in here. You don't want to be paying three coaches two coaches that aren't coaching for you
0: well said Michael asked would you guys trade Shabbat and resign Chikraran and get a three 3.5 million dollar third line player maybe a right-handed defenseman who's physical I don't know if uh Michael and innkeeper have been chatting but uh, that's a pretty similar question I'll I'll go with the last part of his question I would rather keep Thomas Shabbat right now we saw what just happened without him so hopefully he's he's reinvigorated and looks good.
1: Yeah, obviously I would like to keep Shabbat too, but I will point out, Ross, and we've talked about this, this is the final year in his contract before his uh no trade clause kicks in, and that's uh he can submit a 10 team no trade list. So it does be if if that's the approach you're going, that's all I'm saying. If that is the approach you want to take trading Shabbat, now would be the time to do it.
0: Eliminator. one more. If you bring back any former Sense head coach to replace DJ Smith, who would it be? Rest in peace to Brian Murray. He got the best That's out of this. That's where group. I was gonna go. Yep. He would be great. Uh and then I guess Jacques Martin is an interim for the rest of the season, but then reassess. And obviously who's gonna take a job you know has a six month uh, expiry date. Unless you're like, Hey, we'll sign into a three year year deal, you coach the rest this year, then you're a senior advisor and and have a you know, a cushy salary, let's put it that way. What about Dave Cameron? No, I'm good, thanks. Seems like a great junior coach. Yeah, okay. Like DJ Smith. Like very, like. I I don't know. It didn't go great last time. It didn't go great. Yep, fair. You and me might get the start for an opening, uh, a home opener in goal. (laughs) Yeah, whoops. Uh, MB3, not a question, but a comment. Very ironic of us opening the mailbag after the Sens' performance last game solidified that they're mailing in the season that's a sentiment i think a lot of sense fans are uh, you know feeling right now during this three-day break david how slow can you water ski before you sink very very good question i have a water skied in a while i was more of a wakeboard
1: guy uh not a big deal but i believe if, if you're like you gotta go faster for water skiing because you don't want those big waves so i'm gonna say if you're under 15k on the water you're sinking
0: All right, Uh, this one's too visual, so we'll skip that one, but shout out to uh, B.I.G., we'll call him, for the question. Hot lunch next week. Lunch. Citizen. Which former Sen around the league is having the best season to date? I don't know if it's the best season. We talked about this. I hope we're going the same way. Go. Michael Carcone. Okay, that's crazy. But you know he never played for Ottawa. Like, that's a Belleville senator that has nine goals this year. Fair, fair, yeah. But,
1: yeah, that might even prove the point even more. Nine goals already. Sheesh.
0: That, that's unreal, but you know where I'm going? Every time I look up, Andreas Englund's doing something with the L.A. Game. <laughs> like yeah, I, what? The, I thought what, that guy is, was... He's go got ahead. seven points in 20 games. He has half. He's played 100 games now in his career, which also, whoa, 100 games for Andreas Englund. He has 14 <laughs> points in his career. He has seven in his last 20 games. He's plus eight on L.A. Like He has developed into a, a pretty solid... Uh, offensive, or sorry, uh, all well-rounded defenseman, and he's only playing twelve minutes a night. So every time I p- open up Twitter, he's either he's either getting in a fight and and winning fights, or he's he's getting a couple points. Yeah,
1: I thought he was going to be a, a Swedish hockey player the rest of his career. Unfortunately, Ross, the correct answer to Lunch's question: you're you got the right team, but the wrong player is Cam Talbot.
0: Yeah. Cam Talbot is, is a very fair answer. Hey, this is Josh. JL sends twenty thousand minutes rocking with Locked On Senators this year. Shout out to you, Josh. At what point would you call up Sogard if Forsberg continues with eight hundreds save percentage, or do you just keep playing him as a backup and hope he turns it around? Complicated question, but again, you look at the salary cap situation. Is this something that you could consider? Or are you really focused on allowing Mads to develop? I would lean the way. And I know that's where you'd probably go with this too, Pillsy, where Gustafson had his development derailed because he sat on the bench all the time. Yep. Didn't get consistent games. I'd want Mads playing games as many as possible this year, Josh.
1: Yeah. I look, obviously you don't want this slide to continue, but you got to give Forsberg a little bit more of an opportunity here. Uh, but Sogard's having a good year in Belleville, and this is a guy that's very motivated. So if at some point you want kind of an ace up your sleeve or you want to try, I don't want to call it a desperation move, but you really want to try a mix up to try to change things, I would turn to Mad Sogard at that point.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well said, Pilsy. So there's that one. Then we got Sens News at Sensational Sicko. Fate of the universe on the line. Martian has the death beam pointed at Earth. One Senator's penalty shot. You better hit it. Give me who to take the shot.
1: Initially, uh, my I'm going with my gut. I went Tim Stutzler.
0: Really? Okay. I'm going with Jason Spatza. Wait. Oh, is it, is it current or all-time? I thought it was current. I thought it was current. Okay. Well, if we're going current, I'm going with... Ooh. I'm not sure. Like, if you're taking Timmy, I can't take Timmy. Give me Artem Zoob.
1: <laughs> wow
0: love it give me artem zoop uh rest of the questions a lot of uh a lot of similar ones for uh a lot of similar ones about who's gonna get traded who's gonna get traded one question that we actually do have an answer for though is oh. uh is this one right here eth's baldness what is going on with tyler boucher we can tell you on a uh, pretty good authority that he has been practicing with the Belleville Sens for the last two weeks, when he plays, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, I
1: mean, look, any Tyler Boucher update is going to be very vague. That's the best we can do for you. He is alive and well and on his way to returning. Let's We'll say that.
0: Jay Bridge asks, what does the future hold for our two favorite podcasters? Who are they? When are you going to get the hockey guy on as a guest? Hey, open invite for him. We're always happy to have guests on the show, but it is going to be coming fast and furious. You know, we got our recap episodes and our preview episodes where our special guest is Senators Hockey. So um, in in some days between we will, but interview season is typically for the off season. That's where we like, that way you can get to know someone a little more rather than be like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? I like asking about their career, how they got started. So I think we're going to put that one in the bank then for, uh, for next off season.
1: Yeah, yeah, the hockey guy, definitely someone we have circled. Uh, As far as the future for us, <laughs> post-casting and podcasting as the Ottawa Senators' schedule is insane coming up here. So that at least that's what my future holds.
0: Ooh, final question. And appreciate Ooh. everybody, Joe, Vladdy's Ice Bucket, Peter. We will get to all these. I'll respond on Twitter later on today, or we'll get to them next week. But, Pillsy, great way to end it here. Do yeah. you think that if Pierre Dorian was still the GM, Would DJ still be the head coach? Yes. I'm not sure. No, he well, because it's the same thing, Ross. Like we we knew because that that would be the instability. They want stability, but they've already made one change.
1: But I think even if the Dadnov thing didn't happen, Pierre Dorian would have been I don't want to say a lame duck GM, but This year is all about evaluating for Steyos and Ann Lauer, in my opinion. So if Pierre Dorian brings in a new guy, then they're going to, Steve Steyos would be like, well, we're going to have a new GM coming in soon and he's going to want to bring in his guy. So I don't think that would be the case. And Dorian has been nothing, nothing but loyal to DJ Smith. So I I don't think it would have changed.
0: Very fair. Again, if you want to interact with any of those questions, did any of them fire you up? Did anyone make you think? Well, go find that on Twitter at Sen Central. Click on that tweet, and you can go reply to anybody in the comments. Pilsy, any final thoughts on today's show?
1: Great questions. I mean, for uh, for a weird time in the Ottawa Senators season, the citizens you guys always pull through. We, we thank you for that. And hopefully we did a good enough job trying to uh, articulate our opinions on some of those questions. I mean, Hey, we don't have all the answers here. We're terrible at math and uh, we just do our best, but hopefully at least it was entertaining.
0: That's exactly the goal. Entertaining is the goal and we appreciate everybody for rocking with us for as long as you do. It really does, you know, mean the world to us here. So Keep uh keep interacting on Twitter at Send Central. Keep being a part of the show. We love having everybody in the mix. And one day we will cheer for a good hockey team. I really do believe it. it Are going to be Vegas happen. Golden Knights fans? No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. So, well, hey, we got a game day tomorrow, Pillsy. Good vibes only here. Follow yep. us on Twitter at Send Central. We're at uh, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. If you're just sitting around tonight, Throw on 680 CJOB. I've got my rookie lap, my hot lap, pregame, yep. postgame, intermissions uh, with our old teacher, Pilsy John Shannon will be my uh, my analyst. I'm excited to see how wide eyed and and if he just leaves when uh, he sees that uh, I'm who he gets to host with.
1: <laughs> He's like, yeah, I remember your final project here, Ross. Uh, I'm gonna sit this radio interview. Out. But all jokes aside, buddy, that's huge. The, uh, it's a big opportunity. And I mean, Hey, the Winnipeg Jets, that's a fascinating team to cover as well. So good luck. And they're playing, and they're playing the Oilers. So, Ooh, spicy.
0: so we got McDavid dress It'll be a good one tonight at, uh, at the Canada life center. We'll be back tomorrow. Pilsy and I bright and early on a Senator's game day, a rare Friday game day. For the Ottawa Senators. So looking forward to that. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media. We're at Sen Central on Twitter, Locked On. Senators on Instagram. Shout out to Game Time, shout out to Shawarma Palace, shout out to Mary J's and shout out to all of our great friends at eBay Motors. For today, though, we say goodbye for Brandon Piller. I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.